So with humble beginnings today, we started something that's going to become a, a little bit of a new tradition here at St. Mary's, I think. And that is that the first Sunday of the month will be uh, geared towards our families, our, with uh, young children especially. And I want to have the youngsters to help uh, in any way that they can. Uh, thank you, uh, Alexander, today for helping us with showing how the wise men came to the, to the uh, Holy Family to give them their gifts. And I hope that uh, in the coming months, our youngsters will be able to help with things like ushering and reading and in any way that they feel comfortable. Because, of course, uh, as baptized Christians, they are fully members of the church, and it's important for them to learn about how we worship together as a body. And so I think it's appropriate on this day that we celebrate the Epiphany that uh, we begin this tradition. Now, uh, the Epiphany, what does that mean? Um, sometimes you might hear someone say, I've had an Epiphany as if uh, you know, the, the cartoon light bulb went off over the top of their head and suddenly they, they figured something out. It was all revealed to them. And that's a part of the meaning of the word. Now, in our context today, what we're talking about is when the three wise men came and they found baby Jesus, um, this was their epiphany. Now, the whole title of today's feast is the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. Now, we know that Jesus was a Jew. He was part of uh, the the house of David. He was an Israelite. And so he came and he lived as a devout and practicing Jew all of his life. But from the very beginning, God started to open up his plan for the salvation of all humankind. And so think about uh, how the story progressed. From the very beginning, an angel came and announced to Mary that God had a special plan for her and for the rest of the world. And she said yes. And, you know, she was engaged to marry Joseph. And Joseph uh, was a little concerned because Mary was already uh, about to have a baby. But then an angel told him in a dream that it was all right. This was part of God's plan. And so they went ahead with their marriage. And then, of course, they get to Bethlehem, and there's no place for them to stay so that baby Jesus is born in a stable amongst the animals. And so the animals, being some of the first creatures to see him, are a way for, uh, for us to understand that in coming to the world, Jesus consecrated all of creation. Then the first people to see him after the animals were the shepherds. And of course, they knew to go because, again, the angels came and said, go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened. And so they did. And the shepherds were among the lowest of the low. They lived with the animals. They were probably smelly. But they were the first to to go out into the world and to tell the people what they had seen. And then finally, we get to the story of the three wise men. There are three mysterious men from the East. Um, They read things in the stars that most people couldn't see. And so one of the things that they read was that Jesus, the King of the Jews, was born. And so they followed the star where it led them to Jerusalem. And they stopped first and foremost to see King Herod, to let him know that they were in town and why they were in town. And, of course, King Herod had other plans. But the point of the story is that the three wise men make it to the Holy Family. 
and there they offer him their gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. Now, these gifts, of course, this is to fulfill the prophecies that we heard in the Old Testament readings and in the psalm about how the kings will come and bring gold and frankincense. Now, they don't mention myrrh. What is myrrh? Myrrh is a type of incense. It comes from trees. In the uh, hymn that we read about the different, hymn that we sang, about the different types of gifts that we bring to Jesus. Uh, myrrh from the forest. That means it's, it's actually tree sap. They cut lines in trees, and the tree sap comes out, and it hardens and makes crystals, and that's then burned, and it makes uh, a certain odor. But myrrh, not mentioned in the Old Testament, but used by the three wise men, symbolizes the fact that Jesus is going to lead a life of sorrow and difficulty and eventually die, because myrrh was used in the preparation of the bodies at that time for burial. But above all this, the epiphany, the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, the three wise men are the first three people who weren't part of the house of David or Israelites or Jews. They were outsiders. They were Gentiles, like you and me. And so they went and acknowledged Jesus and worshipped him. And so that star, that little pinpoint of light in the sky that led them to Jesus opened the door for all of us to have Jesus to come into our lives and our hearts. And so on the epiphany today, I would like you to think about the ways that God talks to us and the places that he leads us to and the people to, to whom he leads us and how we hear his voice. You know, in the Bible, sometimes we hear the voice of God coming, you know, through the clouds or in thunder or through a prophet. We, in the Christmas story especially, hear Jesus, the messages from God through angels and through dreams and through stars in the sky. And so you see, as Scripture tells us, with God, nothing is impossible. And so we have to look for God and listen for God in all different ways and places and shapes. We have to listen to him, for him, especially from people who are speaking to us, who sometimes are telling us things that are challenging, that uh, might make us a little bit uncomfortable. And we have to think about that and use our hearts and God's spirit, which he has also given to us in baptism, to try to discern his will for us. And so on today, the uh, when we honor the Feast of the Epiphany, let's think about those three wise men and how we can be like the three wise men in our lives. Now, they, they made a long journey, uh, a physical journey from one place to another. But we can think of our lives like that journey, can't we? How we, we go from place to place, from person to person, from experience to experience. And how in all of that can we be always looking for Jesus in everything we do. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.